Greetings from Storybrooke. Greetings from Storybrooke. <laughs> this is the land where you should be careful uh, what you wish for on your birthday. Uh, and we also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. Uh, and there's only the two of us here this week, unfortunately. Uh, how are you th- this week, Monica? I'm good. Good. Uh, good. Um, I don't know. Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> Not a whole lot's going over. Uh, go. Not a whole lot is going on on this end either. Um, uh, if I if I seem a little weird, it's just because I'm not used to doing this with just the two of us. Uh, you know, Elizabeth and Tony uh, unfortunately couldn't uh, um, join us this week, so uh, it's just me and Monica. And uh, uh, Monica wants to just go ahead and hit us up with the rhyming oh. summary. <clears throat> Robin hunts the fearsome giant, and Alice won't be compliant. Regina sends Lucy into the serpent's den, but Dr. Facilier is a step ahead once again. Ivy wants to change loved ones' hearts. To find Anastasia, she will need her smarts. To save Robin, Alice needs her power. In this week's episode, The Girl in the Tower. Girl in the Tower. Um... I, I've really liked uh, what they've done this season with uh, this storyline in particular with uh, Hook and Alice. And uh, now we're finally getting to see a little bit of the uh, the uh, meet cute of Alice. And, yes, uh, I love that. Um, so, yes, I'm all, all in all, uh, spoiler alert, I actually really like this episode. Um, it felt like a Jane Espenson episode to me. Um, I, I, we were kind of st- speaking to that a little off camera before we started, uh, and it wasn't. Uh, it was uh, one of the writers, Dana. I'm sorry, I don't know if you have that up in front. Uh, of me. I, I didn't. I did not write it down. Dana Horgan and <laughs> Leah Fong. Yes. Okay. I uh, did. I believe Dana. It said uh, looked like it had done 14 episodes of uh, once before. Mm-hmm. It didn't really look like she had anything else on her resume. Uh. And then Leah, it looked like she had done uh, some episodes of The Magicians, uh, which is actually a pretty decent show on sci-fi. Um, it's a bit, bit uh, adult Harry Potter. Uh, it's a little risque. I mean, it's on mm. it's on cable TV, so it's like it's like uh, it's not HBO risque, you know. <laughs> That's uh, a whole new level. Right, right. It's not Game of Thrones or anything, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, it, it's worth the watch. I'll give it that. I think they're in the third season now. Um, but it's, it's a, about a, it's, it's pretty much a Black Beak or some Bill Beak, Beak Bill or something like that is the name of the school they go to. And yeah. it's almost as opposed to a high school for college, for magic kids. It's more like a college for magic people. But I mean, the same deal, you know, you get a magic invitation that sends you that that invites you to the school that no one knows exists. I mean, very. It, but but then at the same time, they also borrow heavily from, say, Chronicles of Narnia, even. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's almost a little bit of a hodgepodge and bar- borrows liberally from this and that. And like I said, definitely worth a watch. Um Anyway, we're here to talk about Once Upon a Time, not <laughs> uh, the magicians and everything else. Um, so uh, that being said, let's just go ahead and get right into it. So uh, in The Girl in the Tower, years ago in the realms, Alice sets up a tea party. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to blow this up so I can read the... There we go. 
Uh, years ago in the realms, Alice has set up a tea party to celebrate another birthday part, another birthday alone. Uh, just as she blows out the candle, a troll tears the top off her tower and helps her escape. Flash to today, Tilly visits the troll bridge to try to make sense of what's happened. Sirens blare in the distance as Rogers arrives and tells her to get in. He wants to help prove her innocence. In the realms, Alice watches her pop up from a distance when Robin mistakes her for a spy and captures her in a trap. Hell of a way to start a meet cute. Once formalities are out of the way, Robin lets Alice free. A uh, troll roars in the distance, uh, or the troll roars in the distance, and Robin tells her she has been pursuing this troll who has been destroying villages. Alice recognizes the roar of the, uh, roar of the beast who saved her and runs after Robin trying to stop her. At Ronnie's, Regina and Lucy make preparations for Operation Hyacinth. Regina plans to distract Sandy so Lucy can see Snoop in his apartment, see what he's up to. Selena overhears, and Regina makes a sloppy excuse that her sister obviously doesn't buy. Meanwhile, uh, uh, meanwhile, Ivy and Henry offer each other some advice. Apparently, Ivy's on an apology tour, and Henry's a bit confused. Uh, just as Ivy leaves, Rogers knocks. He's got Tilly in tow and needs Henry's help. Um, hmm. I didn't really have, I, apparently I didn't, uh, write down anything to talk about in this, from these sets of scenes. Uh, while I kind of looked that over, Monica, what did you, did you have anything to, uh, uh, I had a, a few points on, on mm-hmm. this section. Go ahead. Um, so now we get, now we know why she loves that troll bridge so much. <laughs> I love that. And I've loved the troll bridge since it's appeared. I, um, it's, it's always felt like a character and I have always yeah. felt like there's something more to it. And I'm real, I was really happy to see that brought to fruition in tonight's episode. Yeah. That was um, really nice. And and to be honest with you, I didn't see that coming when the, you know, just in this first set of scenes, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that's what was going to be happening. And so just, uh, in true once fashion, how the timelines parallel each other and, you know, uh, this was just a really good episode and, you know, we'll talk more about that as we go along. Um, but yes, I, I too loved that as well. Um, I, I really think that I don't know the actresses' names, but I think, uh, Alice and Robin have a great chemistry. Um, even more so than, uh, Henry and Jacinda, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, I've pretty much liked most about, uh, like I said, uh, this is the part of the storyline that I've really liked. And that's good because this is not the main characters, even though this is Hook, it's not the Hook, you know, it's, yeah, it's (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's Nook, exactly, exactly. Um, did you have anything else to add before we move on? Uh, Alice is Rose Reynolds, and Robin is Tierra. Oh, you're talking about the actresses' names. Yeah, I okay. I can't pronounce that one. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I had some some more notes. Um, so she mentions the the hat, and mm-hmm. so I, I wondered if that was the the real Hatter's hat. Uh, that left uh, me a little confused. That scene. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, did she or didn't she go to Wonderland? You know, um, I well, don't. When we first met her. She said, "You'll make one trip." Right, but then we also know, um, later in this episode, they, I believe, she says she spent six, um, 
6,205 days in the tower. So that's 17 years. So she, so she left on her 17th birthday. Um, I don't know how old she was supposed to be here. Um, but it's odd that she, um, she, she had to have had those characters there before she went to Wonderland because that was the first she hadn't left Wonder, she hadn't left the tower before that. Well, um, when Robin caught up with her that first time, um, mm-hmm. she said something about Henry and Jacinda left you in Wonderland looking for a cure. Right. And well, she well, said, yeah, well, and I failed. Right. And we, well, we saw her there in Wonderland, I believe, in the beginning of the season. But what I'm saying is that, be, like, before that, okay, that scene that yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, how did she about, know those characters right, when she hadn't it, met them yet? Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, I mean, I guess you could go to maybe it's the magic in her that uh, we should have known all along that she mm-hmm. has, being that she's the daughter of uh, Gothel. Gothel, yeah. Um, but what was I saying? I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a moment. The, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the Hatter, the Rabbit, you know, she was having the whole tea party scenario. You know, I mean, as if Wonderland was just this thing in her head, you know, mm-hmm. like that's what, you know, like pre what, what occupied her time and, you know, helped her to pass time in the tower. But like you said, we saw her there in the uh, beginning of the um, of the season, I believe, when uh, or not the beginning, it would have been, I guess, like the middle of the beginning of the season. When the when they had like Jacinda went to find her mother, I think, or her father. Yes. Um, and they, you know, I remember I, the one thing I remember clearly was there was a Star Wars backpack in at the tea party setting uh, that they never uh, really touched upon again. But or that's, acknowledged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, or even acknowledged at the time. That's true. And I was really hoping, like, oh, is this going to be Jacinda's mother's backpack? Are we going to find out that Jacinda's mother was from our land all along? And you, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. it never really went there. Um, oh, go ahead. So, uh, then we, we get to um, Regina and Lucy's meeting. Okay, texting is quieter, <laughs> but it also leaves evidence. Um, and how does Lucy know... Dr. Facilier, but doesn't know enough to stay the heck away from him. Yeah. Where yeah, is she getting I mean, this information from? That whole let's not do walkie talkies thing was obviously just a uh mm-hmm. um thing to be able to show, you know, in the in the late in the Yeah, uh, later uh, Henry in the episode. Regina reference. Yeah. Well, that and also later in the like, I guess it was kind of a nod of like, oh, this is modern times, you know, like this is, you know, a knock at that. But then at the same time, it was gonna, it was like, you know, oh, you know, they, ha- you know, I th- was it Kelly or Zelina or whatever we call her at this point, who told Regina something along the lines of, well, you know, at least walkie-talkies make noises. Yeah, they you know, squawk. Like, yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, exactly, and that's what—that's exactly why they did it, so that she could be like, "Oh, well, I left the phone in my backpack," you know. I mean, that whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't—I that confused me as well. Like you were just saying, how did she even? How does she even know who 
Sandy slash Facilier is? Did Regina already tell her? And why is Regina so open about everything at this point? I mean, she should keep some cards close to the chest, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Anyway. One last thing. Go ahead. Ivy is actually winning me over. <laughs> I, 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 I never I, thought it would happen. I feel like she's the one person that I've like kind of, you know, rooted for redemption. Um, has she actually killed anyone? Like even in her past stuff, have they shown her like yeah, actually? Um... I, I'm just curious now that I'm thinking back over, you know, because um, I mean, that's kind of always been my tipping point. You know, as far, you know, like, you know, yeah, you can be led down a dark path. Yeah, things can happen. But once you start, like, taking lives, then that's a pretty hard road to come back from. She was probably involved in poisoning Henry to some extent. Yes, 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 at the very least. As far as actual death, I can't think of anything. Hmm. True. Yeah, like I said, I can't think of, you know... And that being said, like you, you know, you did, like you just mentioned, she, uh, did poison Henry and, um, you know, worked with Gothel and whatnot. So that's not to say that she's, you know, um, yeah, she's not innocent. (laughs) Yeah. But, but I do feel that she is, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be opposed to her being redeemed and it does feel like they're going that way. I don't know if they'll, if she'll sacrifice herself because that's kind of almost what it, I mean, that, that scene with Henry almost felt like a goodbye. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. And like I said, there's so many, um, things up in the air too, you know, like what we're seeing now and what they originally had, had planned to play out. I'm sure will be totally different, you know, uh, yeah. cause I don't feel like, we're we're still seeing episodes that were being in the process of being produced before that news uh you know hit <laughs> unfortunately um and so i feel i feel like in another two like in another episode or two we'll we'll start seeing a huge turnaround as far as like a hit the brakes on whatever storyline is going at this point and full steam ahead to the end you know but on with the rest of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin follows the Roars to a local village. Uh, Alice tries to explain her case for the gentle giant. Excuse me. Need to get something to drink. Uh, they enter the pub to see if the villagers have seen anything and find a group readying weapons and torches. They aim to take out the monster, destroying their homes. When Alice tries to defend the troll, they decide to lock her up. When Robin comes to her defense, she joins Alice in the cell. At Henry's apartment, Rogers tries to piece together an alibi. He notices some powdered sugar until he shoes, which jogs her memory of beignets. She stays behind as Henry and Rogers visit Roland Bayou. Across town, Regina pays Samdi a visit to invite him to lunch. On their way out, Regina rigs the door so Lucy can slip in and do her best Harriet the Spy impression. Back at Henry's, Tilly's grown bored. She searches the apartment and the book Robin Hood catches her attention. She props her feet up and notices something stuck to her shoe. A grocery sticker gives her another shock of recognition and she bolts out the door. Unfortunately, when she hits the grocery, no one seems to remember her. In the realms, while locked up, Alice and Robin bond over their respective prisons. 
Robin finds a way out of her cuffs and escapes. Afraid that she will try to stop her again, she leaves Alice behind as she leaves to kill the troll. Back in the Heights, Regina and Facilier enjoy a, tro- a stroll by the water when Selena interrupts their afternoon date. She wants to know what Regina is up to. When Facilier leaves, uh, when Facilier leaves the sisters to hatch it out, Regina tells her, uh, Lucy's at his apartment and they have to warn her. All right. Um, I will mention, uh, I, I didn't write any notes, so I'll, I'll go over some notes that, uh, Robin, that, uh, Elizabeth left in here. Uh, <laughs> first thing I noticed is that this is the same set in the same bar that Tinkerbell showed Regina where she was supposed to meet Robin Hood originally. You can see it is the same place when you freeze the frame in the episode and in season finale in, of season four. Huh. Um, that's interesting. I don't know if that was the same. I wonder if it's the same name as well. We'll have to get Elizabeth's input on that, uh, on the next episode because she does seem to have, actually gone back and done the legwork on that um but uh, if it if that is that's a good eye elizabeth i i had not noticed that at all and then she says uh nobbin says when she nobbin uh says when she is breaking out of the prison that chasing down the troll is her one way to uphold her father's legacy i respectfully disagree i'm sure all he really would have wanted was for her to be a good person true yeah true um and I feel like that's, you know, that's what this whole thing is about is, is, you know, I think she's conf- not only confused about herself, but she's confused. But, you know, first we saw that she was trying to be magic because that's what she thought that she needed to be because that's what her mother was. Now she's decided that, no, I'm supposed to be my father, you know, and she hasn't really found herself yet, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. sure Alice will help her do so. And uh, I think um, her picking up the, or um, Alice rather, picking up the Robin Hood book was another kind of neat cute, almost. Yes, yeah, and and like, along with the along with the spoiler alert scene at the end there, uh, yeah, I like I said, mm-hmm. the little touches like that in this episode really made me feel like this was a Jane Ep- Espenson episode, and uh, you know. <clears throat> If anyone who knows me, that's uh, that's my highest praise to Dana and uh, Leah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, it, you, they did a really good job with this episode, and uh, you, you know, unfortunately, while we don't have a lot more episodes of this uh, show to go, you know, I look forward to seeing their work elsewhere in the future. Yeah. Um, um, so, so, what did you have to add for these scenes, Monica? Uh, I thought the Regina Lucy thing w- with the tape was some on a budget 007 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, she pulled that out. I'm like, oh, that's slick. <laughs> um, and that's it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to have to double check on that uh, bar reference that, uh, that um, Elizabeth put forth because like I said, it wouldn't surprise me. I hadn't even thought about it, but you know, having having heard that from her, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. And a nice and the Robin nod. Hood connection, right? That's exactly what I was just going to say. And a nice nod with you know Robin's father, Robin, you know, all that, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So, moving on. 
After leaving the grocer, uh, after leaving the grocer, Tilly wanders aimlessly. Rogers and Henry find her, and she uh, she tries to find an alibi, but no one remembers her. They don't even know who she is. Rogers asks her to retrace her steps, and she finds her backpack in a dumpster. They decide to get off the streets before checking it out. The villagers stand with pitchforks uh, or, uh, in the realms. The villagers stand with pitchforks at the ready. Robin shows up to take down the beast, and just as she is about to take him down, Alice runs in and interrupts her shot. The angry mob begins to encircle them when Alice closes her eyes and Emma's bug suddenly appears, whisking them away. Back in the Heights, uh, Regina tries to warn Lucy that Sandy is on the way, but she doesn't notice the text till she picks up her phone to take a picture of Sandy's tarot cards, which is just in time. She grabs her bag, hides under a table, and slips out the door before anyone is the wiser. Meanwhile, Tilly and the others arrive at Henry's. Tilly searches her bags for clues to where she was and finds two locks of hair. Roger tells her about the connection to the killer, and she freaks out and runs away. Um, so, uh, okay, I, I or Elizabeth didn't write anything here. Um, I, as far as the, I mean, it, it was obvious, it's, you know, obvious to me that Tilly's not the killer. It, I mean, I never really thought for a moment that she was, I mean, it, they even tried to play it off with her not remembering that like, oh, maybe, you know, someone's controlling her or puts, putting her under something, you know, maybe. Maybe there's a way that she is responsible, but isn't responsible, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, I never really thought she was. Um, no. I really don't know. Have I? I don't have anything to add here, uh, Monica. Um, I just uh, as you were talking, something that kind of bugged me watching mm-hmm. it. Uh, when Emma's bug shows up, mm-hmm. if Alice is the one that produced it, all she knows of cars is one picture how did she get it so right and i know it's it's in the script yeah i just i thought that was funny yeah yeah and even down to the sound (laughs) true i mean i i mean like you said i mean it's just kind of i i hadn't thought that deep into it um but i can understand where you're coming from uh but like you said, also with the you know it's it's an hour show. They can you know they did the mm-hmm. best they could. At, at, at least they had the scene you know where Robin showed her the picture of it and explained what yeah. it was, and you know mm-hmm. so that at least there was that tie there, you know. Um, and then just out of curiosity, did you know by this scene, did you have any inkling that she was the one responsible for the troll in the car? Or was that kind of a surprise to you when uh, when Robin oh. mentions it later? Oh, the scene with, with the troll and the car. No, that one caught me off guard. Okay, so like at this point, you didn't like when the car came out of nowhere. Were, were you surprised? Uh, yeah, well, I was obviously like, surprised. Am I jump under that thing? <laughs> right, right. Well, true. Yeah, but but. But I guess, like, I mean, did you have any inkling that it might be Alice that had, you know, brought the car there? No. Okay. No, I I was totally confused when there was no one driving. Okay, so so you really didn't have any, uh, it was just kind of WTF. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. I was just curious, because I didn't really, um... 
yeah, I, I, I hadn't, I didn't put two thoughts into it, but at the same time, like you just said, I really didn't, uh, it made sense when Robin put it, put forth the theory and, uh, and I think thought they laid it out pretty well in the show as well. As far as, you know, backtrack, you see it happening. How it got there in the first place. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. I don't know if I, okay. So is that all we had to say about that scene before I move on then? Yeah. Yeah. So Emma's bug pulls up to Alice's tower and she tells Robin how she came to leave the tower after 17 years when the troll appeared. As it roars closer, uh, Robin pieces together that Alice is the reason the troll is here. Her magic brought it here and only she can stop it. She thanks the troll for everything he's done and tells him that he can go now because she's no longer alone. With with that, the troll morphs into a golem form of himself. Back in Seattle, T- Tilly is so lost she's even asking the troll bridge for answers. When he has none to offer, she tells him that she has to go. She's just about to wander into the path of an oncoming vehicle when a hand reaches out and grabs her. It's Kelly's daughter, Margo, back from Tibet. Back back from Tibet. Ugh, tripping over my words tonight. After a bit of a meet cute, Tilly tells her she is leaving town. Margot ran away too, but she tells Tilly sometimes you have to face your fears. As she leaves, Tilly notices a book and asks her what she's reading. It's her favorite, Alice in Wonderland. Tilly stands pondering Margot's words and staring at her friend the troll when Rogers pulls up. He's run out of time and has to take her in. He tells her he won't stop trying and some uh, to find someone to prove her alibi. Tilly sees the troll's gleaming eye and tells him she thinks that she's already found him. Um. So yeah, once again, you know, full circle with the troll here. I really like. Um. I felt from the beginning that there was a character there, and I just like. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm just repeating what I said from the beginning. Yeah. Um. I I just really liked what they did with this. Um, uh, the whole um, you've seen me, you've always seen me uh, thing with the security camera thing. Just everything about this episode, the whole analogous, you know. Um, once again, the uh, I've I really like this episode. Especially, the, in fact, the more I talk about it, the more I <laughs> the more I like it. Um, <laughs> Did you have anything to add here before I move on? Oh, just the, when the troll picked up the bug, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was going to smash it. Oh, uh, uh, well, it was just a figment anyway. It wasn't. Uh, but the, um, I think that was. What do you think it was, was like actually? Thing? I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember the timing of it. When did Robin, um, Robin put that forward, and when did he pick up the car? Did she? I, I'm confused as to what you're asking. Um, did Robin say you're the one that did this in the first place, bringing these things to life? Right. Did that happen before or after the troll picked up the car? Um. I honestly don't remember that part. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember that, him picking up the. That. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Th- that's where I was getting confused at. Okay. Yeah, but um, 
but I mean, you weren't, you were like, you were afraid she was going to hurt the troll was going to hurt her with the car or something or. No, I was afraid the troll was going to smash the car. Oh, <laughs> but, it, but the <laughs> car, just... car was a Volkswagen bug. So, Oh, so you, it was just a sentimental <laughs> attack. Yeah. To you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> my, my, uh, okay. Okay. Now I understand. Now I understand. My friend had uh, a bug. Um, that his dad had gave him and he, he, he was living with me and my uh, ex-wife at, you know, wife at the time. And uh, she, uh, she, I had to go pick her up from work. And so I borrowed his car to do so. And uh, an old couple pulled out in front of me and I totaled his car. Oh no. I totaled his car. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was not cool. <laughs> mm. Uh, Jaws of Life had to get the guy out, and oh my goodness! Like I didn't realize how bad it was. I went to get out of my car, and like when I did, I just kind of like fell over because it was a clutch, and so like you know, like both of my feet went straight to the floorboard to try to stop it, and when it did, uh-huh. I guess I kind of like you know screwed up. Both I didn't like break my feet, but you know, just the uh-huh. force of the the collision, you know. Mm. So yeah, that's my bug story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. Um, you didn't have anything else to add then there. There then. No. Right? Okay. All right. So Regina partakes in the benefits of owning a bar when Sandy drops by to return something. Lucy. Uh. Or I'm sorry. Let me try that again. Take two. Regina partakes in the benefits of owning a bar when Sandy drops by to return something left Lucy left behind in his apartment. Apparently, they weren't as slick as they thought. Regina grills him about the tarot cards Lucy found, and he tells her he is after the Dark One's dagger. She begins to tell him he shall, that she'll stop him, and he gives an impromptu reading. There is a great love in her future. She says she has no choice to st- but to stop him, and he tells her that she should find a way to have it all. Across town, Rogers finds proof of Tilly's innocence on the security cam. She thinks she thanks him for believing in her when no one else would. And flashback to the realms, Robin puts together a cake and candle to let Tilly make a birthday wish, as long as it's not for more trolls. Uh, back at Ronnie's, Regina apologizes for hiding Sandy from Zelina and tells her that Sandy's uh, after the dagger. And she admits she still has feelings for him. Their drink, Margot pops in to surprise mom. Elsewhere, Tilly flips a switch to turn the lights on in the hole she calls home. All alone. She starts a pot of tea when she hears a knock. Rogers has come by to return her backpack. He tells her it's not safe for her here. Uh, when she says she has nowhere else to go, he offers her to stay at his place. She accepts and turns out the lights as they leave for home. And end of the episode. Um, once again, I, 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 this Alice Nook, uh, Alice Hook, whatever you want to call him, you know, uh, this storyline has been my favorite. Even if you take Rapunzel and all that out of the equation, uh, I, I just like, uh, I've always been a sucker for father. Um, sorry, I don't know if you heard that beep or not. <laughs> Uh, um, I've always been a sucker for, uh, father, daughter, father, son type relationship, like in movies and TV and stuff like that. Field of dreams and all, you know, like, um, 
yeah, uh, th- those type of storylines are always like for some reason, uh, you know, I'm a parent, so I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. But the, those always tend to like really hit me hard, and um, it doesn't hurt that the two actors you know involved in the storyline are you know good, you know, <laughs> um, you know, and then I like Robin in there as well. I like that there's finally uh, um, this kind of relationship being portrayed uh, validly, not just in a throwaway episode, you know. Um, they, they tried to throw Mulan and Red together or was it Mulan and Red? Red Riding Hood and Mulan? Um, yeah, because it, that there was rumors for the long it was going to be Mulan and Aurora. Right. But, but yeah, then, but it, then, ended, it but, ended up but, being Red. But that makes sense too to me. You know, just because the girl has feelings for Aurora doesn't mean Aurora has feelings for, you know, like, you know, yeah. that, that didn't offend me. Um, the red and, and Mulan thing almost felt like they were just trying to satiate fans, you know? They were mm-hmm. like, okay, well, here you go. Here you can have that. And they weren't regulars on the show. They weren't semi-regulated they were they were nothing Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i really felt like that was kind of almost a cheat you know whereas with this you know we've these are characters where had this show gone on they were obviously set up to be part of the main cast of like newcomers um you know uh this year has focused on their story at least in some part and probably will do so even more so going forward into the rest of the season um and it's it's just a shame that the season is ending now um cuz i really like these two actresses together i like uh i like this ensemble um I feel like they're finally, you know, catching their stride as far as far as telling stories. Um I really like tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh Monica, do you have anything to add? Um the first time I watched it, I actually didn't recognize um Robin when she saved Alice. It wasn't until she walked into the bar and was like, Mom, I was like, Oh crap. That's who that is under that hat and glasses. <laughs> oh, really? Even during the first scene uh, with uh, Tilly, you didn't realize that yeah, was... she she pulled her out from uh, being hit from by that car. car. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, who's this random chick? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's who that is. <laughs> I mean, I, I could I could see that. She looks so bookish. Oh no, uh, and we've never seen her look, look her that up. way. They definitely did her up. They definitely, I mean, whereas Alice looks similar, very similar yes. in both scenarios, very, very bohemian, um, you know, uh, nomadic, you know, I mean, she, she has a very similar, uh, attire and, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. you can, like, you can obviously tell, I mean, although they did a good, a good, uh, you know, seventeen-year-old version of her, you know, with her hair straight and with a, a dress that very, you know, was kind of akin to uh what you would imagine Alice would wear. 
Um, Actually, in the book, she's a little kid, like six. Well, yeah, I know so. that. I know that. But I'm just saying, uh, in the mm-hmm. cartoon, though, I think she's... It's that same about. dress from the cartoon. Right, exactly. But in the cartoon, she's, what, maybe 15, 16? It's been so long since I saw I that. I know she's not six or seven. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, I, yeah maybe, she, she's definitely somewhere in between, at yeah, the very I mean, least. Yeah, I mean, I w- maybe 12, maybe. Um, yeah, you know, at least 12. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a young girl. She's not a mm-hmm. toddler or a... But anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where I was going with all this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you have anything to add? Uh, um, no. No? Okay. Yeah, okay, so um, I think that does it for the episode as far as uh, the recap goes. Uh, so that just leaves us with... Uh, hmm. I guess we'll just... Uh, I guess I might have a few questions. Um, okay. Okay, I, I, last week I was asked... I, I was mentioned something about the Guardian. Um, the... Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, I think the consensus with everyone was that it was probably Anastasia, but I mentioned that it still could be Alice, um, especially after tonight, um, you know, with what, you know, with what we've seen, I've, I feel like that's, you know, definitely, uh, a candidate for guardian. Um, I can't think of anyone else that could be besides those two, you know, unless there's another chessboard or, you know, a chess piece that hasn't been pulled out yet. Um, yeah, but I'm gonna, I've got to say, I think my money's on Alice at this point. Now, as far as what all of that means for Rumple, we really still don't know. You know, it was, we're talking about a prophecy here. Those are always cryptic as far as mm-hmm. like, does what, what that means, you know? Um, but I'm sure that that's going to be part of what happens towards the finale, if not in yeah. the finale itself. I thought um, it was Alice ever since Rumpel walked through that portal. Well, yeah, and exactly, because said, they mentioned uh, him having to find the Guardian as soon as he pops it, you know, like, and then the next mm-hmm. moment, uh, Alice. Yeah. Uh, um, and then when we found out Anastasia had magic, I was like, okay, that's a possible secondary contender, but I I was always... Um, team Alice. Team Alice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I feel like there was another question I did want to ask. Uh, um, do you think we'll ever hear from Nick again? Probably oh. not at this point. Yeah, it, it's not like he had strings to tie up. Yeah. And especially if and, and, and now, and Henry get their memories back. Right, and now that we've seen well, with the blood test. Nick was their friend. Even he was Jack you know, the Giant Slayer, right? Yeah. If um, if the the curse is lifted, then they're all gonna be be friends anyway. Right, so that's true. so he maybe, might be there for the end as that, but yeah. I don't think we'll see him as Nick again. Yeah, well, I don't think so because like I really don't feel like there was any. There's no real point in love. seeing him as Nick again. Right. Yeah, I was just gonna say there really wasn't real any real love triangle to be had there to begin with. Yeah. Um. And do you think the doc or the uh, the uh, whoever is killing these people, um, do you think it's someone that we've seen already? And if so, who do you think it is? 
Or do you I have any? I was thinking about that as you were you were reading the the review. Um, I thought maybe Doctor Facilier, but that doesn't. I mean, uh, assuming he really is going after Rumble's dagger, mm-hmm. those two don't seem like. So you think there's a chance he's lying to Regina, or he's not the killer? I either he's lying or. The okay, so I we've, don't think he's up to both. We've seen the hands of the killer, right? At the very Wearing least, gloves. right? But they do seem dainty at the very least. Oh. Like I, I seem to remember them yeah. feeling like the hands of a woman. Well, feel you know, like you know that, like when I saw the hands doing yeah, what they were doing. Their you know, hands. Yeah, they didn't seem like uh, bulky. You know. They didn't seem like yeah, male hands. They seemed like female in, hands. Oh, we've seen them when they, they clipped the hair. Right. Uh huh. That's what it is. And, and took the files um, from the. I don't remember them being particularly bulky, but I, I don't. And Sandy's a slender man I, anyway. I remember thinking it was a, an in between, not. I don't really, know. You know. And, and it might just be me for some reason, you know, putting something, you know, putting this on it myself but for some reason I just seemed to recall as I was watching you know that they seemed you know feminine but it's hard to say I remember thinking it could be either way because they were black sleeves and gloves so like you said there's no telling you you don't know how bulky the gloves were true and anything you 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 couldn't see the skin color of anything you couldn't you know because the gloves and the yeah but like Facilier does wear those gloves, I believe. Mm. Well, and I, don't, if I it's mean, winner who doesn't have dark gloves. That's true. I don't know. Just food for thought. I just thought we we had a few minutes to kill, and I thought I'd I'd uh, you know throw something out there to to speak about. Um, but really, there's other than that, I don't think there's going to be too much more. Going forth, I mean, other there's what whoever's killing the witches and whatever's going on with Facilier. I think that's really all we've we're left with at this point now. Um, is and, Gothel still up to anything? Unless she's the killer. Well, that but, that that could very well be, and, and that could I very you know. So unless. It's part of some spell, like she's trying she's to take all their power? magic. Yeah, it's a, we, you and I were on the same page right um, there. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of that would give her motive. Right, and it would make sense from a writing standpoint because then you're not throwing any of the other character. You know, like it, you know, if you think about it, the only other person in the cast that it would make sense at this point would be Ivy. And the only reason I say that, the only reason I say that is because, like, okay, she feels like she's, like, these are the people, like, without Gothel and her coven, maybe this wouldn't have happened with her mother. You know, they're the people who put her mother in the tower, and then her mother became who she was, and then treated her like she, you know what I'm saying? So she almost treated, uh, you know, blames these witches for... Her mother's, 
Right. And, and her coven. And, um, so, I mean, I, that might be the case. Um, or like you, you know, I just said that, you know, it would be Gothel, um, maybe trying to usurp all the magic. Um, but I really, other than that, I really don't see any other candidates in the current, like, regular cast. I mean, it's obviously yeah. not going to, you know, because, like, everyone else is kind of good, you know, <laughs> good guys. Yeah, we're kind of running low on, on the only other person, people. the only other person maybe is uh, Drew, because Dr. Fertility has him under his control. Oh, oh, that guy. Okay. Again, just yeah. because of what you have, just because of the reaction you just had. Oh, that guy, we can throw him away. <laughs> do, do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this, what? <laughs> right, exactly. So at this point, there's not, you know, it's not going to be uh, Sabine or Jacinda or Henry or Kelly mm-hmm. or, you know, it's not going to be any of those people. Obviously, it's got to be someone who means nothing at, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, although Gothel and Ivy mean something, at yeah. the end of the yeah. day, you know, especially Gothel. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's I, really just, the more I think on it, I, I I'm liking Gothel for for this. Yeah, yeah I, I am too. But but I do feel the other two options I threw out there are, are definite. You know, like I said, especially Drew. Like if Facilier's up to it, and he, you know. Like we just said, just it's just a character that's just it doesn't matter. You know, it, this was just a plot point that we could just throw away now, which I feel is going to be a lot of the rest of the season, unfortunately. Because, like I said, I do feel like they were doing a really good job, and I kind of was looking forward to seeing what they were going to do um, going forward. That being said, it is time for this week's arbitrary scale out of. Um, Let's go crazy. Uh, oh <laughs> it's a lot. Of, I, I might uh, 342 hot toddies. I'm going to need some help drinking those. I'm probably going to pass out after the first 30. Um, but, but out of uh, 342 hot toddies, uh, Monica, what do you want to get this episode? 325. Okay. Um, since we've been talking so much about how we love, you know, how much we like this episode, why don't you let me know why it didn't uh, eke out those extra 20, you know, 15 to 20 <laughs> points. Uh, th- there's always room for improvement. True, true. But this was a really, really good episode. Okay. So you don't really have, you can't think of anything offhand that like, you know, that's another thing too. Yeah, like there was anything that really bugged me. Okay. Um, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There were no huge plot points we're sitting here batting over yeah. about like why did that happen? Why did this happen? Um mm-hmm. just everything made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it three forty two. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's it deserves three hundred and forty two hot toddies. Okay. Um I, you're right, there's always room for improvement. But at the same time, if if you if you hold to that uh, um, argument, then you'll never give anything a perfect score. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which, which can you know, which there's an argument to be had for that you know 
being valid. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I feel like yeah. I, en- I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed the acting of the episode. I enjoyed the writing of the episode. I thought everything made sense. I thought there were no plot holes. I thought, I mean, just like I said, the more I talk about this episode, the more I like this episode. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to give it 342 hot toddies. You're not going to hear that a lot from me. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm spilling haterade all over the place, but I mean, there's been quite a few mm-hmm. episodes of this show um that have been a little lackluster and you know and so which makes it all that more um great (laughs) you know for Mm -hmm. i can't think of a word another word right now um when someone comes along and you know does an episode of the show the way it's supposed to be done um you know the the parallel storylines you know this was like you know a uh Perfect example of a once upon a time episode. Yep. I I, I really have no other way to put it. Um yeah. I I, I I I'm at a loss for words. I really don't know what to say. Uh <laughs> I'm also used to getting so much more feedback from you know, usually there's two or three other voices here saying stuff. Yeah. Um but just two. Yeah, and and I I I can't wait to hear what Monica or, or your Monica. I'm sorry. What Elizabeth and <laughs> it's late. Okay. I, yes, um, it, is. it is. I can't I can't wait to hear what Elizabeth and Tony think about this episode. Um, I I yep. believe Elizabeth did mention that she liked it, but I just yeah I really really liked this episode. Um, as far as news and speculation, I mean you know going forward we keep saying this every week. There's not going to be a whole lot of news because there's not yeah. you know uh you know. That we're we're coming to the end, not just you know of the series. Uh, one big, uh, you know, I guess the best news of all is that uh, I believe it's official that Jennifer Morrison is returning. Yes, uh, as and, yes. and as well as Sean McGuire, as well as Jennifer Goodwin, I believe, and uh, um, Josh Dallas. Thank you. I was I was I had the first name in my head. I was trying to think of the second. <laughs> Um, beauty pie, <laughs> but yeah, there's so many. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's just going to be a scene or two, if not just one big scene, you know, mm-hmm. with all of them there. I think they did s- something similar in the last season or the season before, or maybe even at the beginning of this season. I can't remember. Um, but there was a moment where it was like one scene where it was like everyone, and then was uh, that was just it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but but you know it's it'll still be good to see them all together uh for one last time and i'm glad that uh um they're not having an ending without emma swan because i i feel like that yeah. would have been you know a shame to do so um you know e- even though it's a shame you know a lot of people felt it was a shame to go forward <laughs> without henry and emma and everyone else at the same mm-hmm. time, I I'm enjoying what they're doing, what you know, what they've been doing. But at the, you know, I'm just glad that the others will be back. Um, but why don't you guys let us know what you th- thought about this week's episode? We want to hear from you. You can always uh, write us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail You can hit us up on Twitter at gfstorybrook. Uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And of course, the voicemail is 424-274-2352. That's 424-274-2352. Um, 
Okay. And Monica, if anyone wanted to uh, reach you, where would they reach you at? Uh, I'm occasionally out on Twitter at Monica Sedai. That's S-E-D-A-I. And then, of course, you can always catch me at uh, Twitter as at Inevitable Hawk. Um, I think I have an Instagram, same name, Inevitable Hawk. Uh, Sometimes I post my theme park pictures up on there. I go to Universal almost at least once a month. Uh, I just saw Bush there this last weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, there. Um, I only stayed for four songs. My kids wanted to, uh, wanted to, you know, they're like, "Oh, this is great! Can we go ride some roller coasters?" <laughs> uh, I was driving into work yesterday morning, and these um, state troopers, just one after another, kept zooming by. I'm like, "What on earth is going on?" And there was a couple of. Um, Vans from a funeral home. Oh. And I'm like, what the? And I looked it up when I got in, into work. And I'd forgotten that uh, our former governor, Zell Miller, had passed away last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm willing to bet that was his funeral procession. Oh, well. Because the, the, the funeral was going to be uh, yesterday in downtown. Oh. So I okay. bet they were heading down there. Oh, well. Um, so, yeah, that, that was like, what? <laughs> Had been ten or fifteen cop cars. Oh wow! Yeah, must have been someone important. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. So, um, I always get long long winded at the end here when it's just uh, I got the music up and everything should be easy to go here. So, until next week, guys. Greetings, greetings from Story. Ha, 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 ha.